This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. John, were you able to, um, I was having a hard time. Were you able to stay awake for the entirety of the game up in the press box today? I, I asked Mark Berman when he came, he sits next to me to bring a cattle prod to make sure I stayed awake. And he did a few times. He had to shock me. You know, the truth is, Sean, I want him to lose. I want him to get that first pick. I don't want him to fool around and blow it. I want him to have their choice of Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, both of whom were great in those playoff games on uh, Saturday in the bowl game and the playoff game, and I want them to have the choice of both, not one. And so based on the little effort they put into this game and how utterly pathetic they were, especially on offense, I'm confident they're going to lose to the Colts, even though Sam Ellinger is probably going to start at quarterback since Nick Foles got hurt. John, I don't know. The Colts, the Colts are they lost 38 to 10 to the Giants today. Well, at least the Giants, they're a playoff team for sure. They had a lot to play for. Jaguars had nothing to play for. Imagine how bad it would have been if the Jaguars had needed to win this game to stay in a race for the AFC South. But they didn't, it didn't mean squat to them. And yet they played and gave the Texans their most decisive. Loss of the season, or since they got beat by 31 at Indianapolis in December. How do we explain the last three weeks then, John, with the Texans? I mean, was it just simple turnover luck or team, you know, were the Cowboys and the Chiefs? I mean, we treat these kids, this is how bad the Texans are. I mean, we're treating the Cowboys and Chiefs games like they won the games, like they were they were actually in the games, and that's viewed as some sort of some sort of progress with this team. And then obviously they beat the Titans last week, who had Malik Willis, who was so good at quarterback for the Titans that he got benched for Josh Dobbs this past week. I mean, how, but but the Texans did look more competitive in those games. How do we explain the last three weeks? Is it just that happens in an NFL season? I think the fact they've been so bad, but they deserve to be praised. They lose by four yeah. and six to the Cowboys and the Chiefs, and they beat the Titans. And I don't care who the quarterback was. It beat Ryan Tannehill up there last year. Or so, uh, and in this game, they came out like they didn't care. And I, the defense played much better. If you take away that 62-yard run by Travis Etienne, they played good run defense, and it didn't give up a touchdown pass, gave up three rushing touchdowns and one on deep. You know when an opposing defense outscores your offense, it's something terrible. Mm. And Pep Hamilton just is, continues to do an awful job calling a wheel route to throw a touchdown pass on fourth down to Rex bleeping Burkhead. Uh, this staff's gone. You know, Lovey's gone. The whole staff's gone. New coach coming in. If he wants to keep somebody like Frank Ross and he's under contract, he can do it. But they're going to have a new quarterback and they're going to have a new coaching staff for next season. Plus, 
those 11 draft choices, including two first-round picks. And Deshaun Watson didn't help him any. Three touchdown passes, no interceptions. They win at Washington, and so that's not good. But, you know, I just don't want the Texans to screw this up. I want the first-round, first overall pick. How good is this job, John? I mean, you're calling your shot. You're saying Lovey's gone. How good is this job? It's it's obviously much more attractive, I would think, than it's been these last two head coaching cycles. John Lopez they, says it's the best in the league. I don't buy it because we don't know what other jobs are going to be yeah. available. You know, I would say Denver, but the Broncos don't have ones or twos, and they've got cap issues with Russell Wilson. And, um, you know, Nick Casario is the personnel guy. You know, you can rule out. I tell people, Sean Payton's not coming here. He wants control of the personnel. He's not getting it. They're not firing Casario with four years left on his contract. And he deserves to be back next season. And so, you know, this is the first time, if you think about it, Lovey was a compromised candidate after they were so close to Iron Josh McCown. I still believe they hired David Culley knowing that Jack Easterby was going to orchestrate uh, Josh McCown's hiring. And then somebody came to senses and they wanted a steady hand on the wheel and they got it from Lovey. But when you were not the guy in a big coaching search, that's not good. And Lovey wasn't. Now I think Nick Casario, he can look at every candidate, including the ones he looked at last year. And somebody I would also include, he interviewed the the Eagles defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gammon, uh, Steve Stry Shane Strike in their offensive coordinator who play calls plays this season. Uh, he's somebody I would definitely be interested in. And, you know, he looked, they looked at the chargers offensive coordinator, Joe Lombardi, Kevin O'Connell. He's got a job in Minnesota. So uh, Brian Flores this time, I think, when they actually hire, it will be somebody they intend to be the guy for a long time. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. John, do you think, I mean, look, let's face it. This has been a weird place for a few years now. The Everything that went down towards the end of the O'Brien era, um, the way in which they arrived at, at, at Nick, honestly, and then at, at David Culley, certainly, and then the way they arrived at Lovey Smith and some of that weirdness wasn't all due to the Texans. The Brian Flores lawsuit had something to do with that. But the Texans related weirdness. Has that left the building with Jack Easterby? Do you think like, is this, is this, is it safe to say, should we feel safe that this is going to be an NFL team that's functioning more like a normal NFL team going through this next head coaching search and this next draft and this next period of free agency? Casario and the McNairs are about as far from weird as I can imagine. They're not weird. You know, that you use that term. So, no, I think they're not going to be an organization like that. There's no guarantee they're going to win. Mm -hmm. No guarantee they're going to turn around. Look how long it's taken Jacksonville getting a first overall pick two years in a row. And they're capitalizing on a terrible division that Tennessee's on the last two years and the Texans on the four year, four of the five years 
before that. But I think when you look at what's ahead, if you get a new coach, new staff, somebody that is a proven uh, play caller who knows how to to uh, coach a small quarterback who can move, who has everything you want but size or C.J. Stroud, if that's who Casario wants. And the new coach is going to have to be satisfied with Casario having final say. It's not going to be somebody that gets the power that Bill O'Brien had, and then he starts making trades that tear apart the organization. So I think it the McNairs – we say patient. They're about to have their second one and done. But before that, with O'Brien and Kubiak, they were very patient. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think whatever Casario recommends that they do, I think they'll sign off on it. And and uh, they're not going to get in the way. They're not going to demand that he do something or spend this or don't spend that. And that's why I think things are looking up because they get a new staff. They'll have a franchise quarterback. They'll have two number one picks, 11 overall and cap money to sign a couple of of name free agents for weaknesses like maybe tight end and center. And I think this, if you're going to get a quarterback with that first pick, you've got to get an impact wide receiver. People say, well, they should wait till the second round. Well, yeah, if you knew you're guaranteed, but if you have the choice to say, uh, what the top guy wherever you're going to pick with Tennessee uh, with the uh, Cleveland pick, you better take him. You know they used two of their top three picks last year on the secondary. Wouldn't bother me at all if they didn't use two of their top three picks this year on skill position guys. And then you better build that. You need a new center. I don't know what they think about right guard H A Cad, but you know they they got to put the right people around that quarterback. And the defense is fine, but the defenses look better, still needs help. But there's a couple of positions or three or four that you can spend money now and bring in veteran players to fill needs. John, you sound like it's a lock that they're going to take a quarterback with that top pick. Do you think it's a lock that they take a quarterback with that top pick? Let me say what Lovey Smith says when he gets mad at media questions after games. Did you watch the game? <laughs> no, John. Did you it. watch the game? I get Did it. You John, watch John, the game? But John, you, you and I know are they make, need a quarterback. I, so does Nick. I just wonder what his grade is on Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. They're not Trevor Lawrence in terms of their pedigree coming out. They're both really good. They're not Kenny Pickett either. You know, they're they're both. You know, Pickett was the one guy who was drafted in the first round last year. Um, oh, I think they'll be right away ahead of Kenny Pinkett. No, I do too. I, 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 I do too. I do too. But if they've got, if Nick has them both rated seventh on his big board, I don't think he's using the number one overall pick on them. Well, if that's the case, he better trade down, get other picks. But I don't know how, based on what we've seen of what Bryce Young did against Kansas State, that's what he's been doing for two years. Mm-hmm. What CJ Stroud did against Georgia, he has not had a consistently great game from start to finish against top competition uh, like he did against Georgia. And he was making a lot of people think. Uh, I thought, wow, it's got to be Bryce Young. Now it's got to be him. There's so much time left in the evaluation process. Can you imagine if Casario said, well, I think we're going to go with Davis Mills another year, or I'm going to try to sign Jimmy Garoppolo 
I think people here would go crazy. I get it. I think people here would go crazy too. But John, you yourself have said that he's not going to make decisions based on what people think. That's true. Yeah. He's going to make it. And I mean, McNair's will sign off on it, but man, oh man, I just can't imagine that he would not take one of those quarterback prospects. I can't either, but we have no clue. There's not, John, there's not even a New England thing we can point to where we can say, oh, this is when, for the 20 years he was in the building in New England and they had this situation, they did X, Y, Z at quarterback. They had Tom Brady the whole time. <laughs> what he knows is you can't win consistently without a great quarterback. Yep. Whether yep. it's Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow who are about to get – Big contracts this offseason. Don't know what's going to happen with Tua Tungavailoa and all of his concussion mm -hmm. issues. I would think that Stroud and Bryce Young are more like Joe Burrow. Burrow was not highly rated when he came into his last year at LSU. He'd taken him to a bowl game the year before, and people liked him, but they weren't talking about him as a first-round pick, much less first overall pick. Now, he's got good size, of course. He's 6'2", and he's tough as nails, but I think when it comes down to it, there's going to be a clear-cut quarterback who's going to be – they're going to be one and two, whether it's Young and Stroud or Stroud and Young, and so much will depend on what they do in the shorts and T-shirts, unfortunately. Yep, I agree.